Today's episode is brought to you in part by Logos. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. Do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible, and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. Right now, you can find my book, Virtuous Persuasion, A Theology of Christian Mission, as well as get a listener discount on Logos by visiting logos.com slash mneebauer. That's logos.com slash mneebauer. Why did Jesus ascend to the Father? I think this is probably one of the most perplexing questions that few Christians ever ask themselves. Why didn't Jesus stay on earth, travel the world, and reveal his resurrected body to all peoples? Wouldn't it have been better if he stuck around so that we could visit with him right now? Welcome to This We Believe, the podcast where we explain the essential texts of the Christian faith. My name is Dr. Michael Niebauer. After his resurrection, Jesus remained physically present on earth for 40 days, in which time he appeared to his disciples and a few hundred other people. At the end of these 40 days, he goes up into heaven and vanishes before their eyes. This is a key transition point in the story of the Bible, but also one of those passages that is difficult and confusing. Now, the key to understanding this passage lies in the dialogue between Jesus and his disciples that takes place in Acts chapter 1. Essentially, what the disciples are asking Jesus there is whether he is going to bring about the final judgment upon evil and a complete restoration of his kingdom. What the disciples are asking Jesus is this. They're saying, is after the resurrection, is this mean that it is the end of the biblical story? But instead of it being the end, something unexpected happens. Jesus ascends to the Father. The physical, resurrected body of Jesus Christ is taken up into the heavens. The question that was bouncing around in the minds of his disciples, and the question that we should ask as well, is this. Why did Jesus ascend, and how does his ascension affect our lives? First, Jesus ascends to be our advocate. The Gospel of Mark states that Jesus ascended and is seated at the right hand of the Father. When a newly crowned king sits on a throne, it is a sign that their earthly rule has begun. And so Jesus, our heavenly king, sits at the right hand of the Father so that he might begin his heavenly reign. What does he do as part of his heavenly reign? One of the things he does is he advocates for us to the Father. The image here is of the heavenly tabernacle. Think of this as the innermost dwelling of God, a kind of heavenly and perfected church. Jesus enters this place, sits at the Father's right hand, and speaks to the Father on our behalf. Jesus presents our prayers to the Father so that they are heard fully by God. Think of a time in which you've been prevented from speaking to someone. If you've ever tried to work with bureaucracies before, you probably instantly know what I'm getting at. You call up a place wanting to speak to somebody, and instead you get routed to a random voicemail. 
and you don't receive a callback. This is frustrating because none of us like getting the cold shoulder. And when we pray, it's easy to think that we are not heard, that we are given the cold shoulder. And if you recall, sin has prevented us from having this kind of direct line to God. Now, however, since Jesus has risen and is seated at the right hand of the Father, we can now speak to Jesus directly in prayer and know that since Jesus is God, one with the Father, that our prayers will be heard by the Father as well. If you recall from our second episode, we talked about the significance of calling God Father, a name that denotes protection and intimacy. Well, it is through Jesus and his ascension that we have this boldness to approach God and call him Father. So when we are having trouble praying, we should picture Jesus' ascension to the heavenly tabernacle and Jesus speaking to the Father on our behalf. In so doing, we can trust that our prayers are fully heard. Jesus ascends also so that we might participate in his mission. One of the reasons why Jesus doesn't stick around and continue to tell the world about his resurrection is because he wants to give us the opportunity to do this with him. The ascension marks the beginning of the church, and it is the church that is called to tell the world the good news about Jesus. And this should be encouraging for us, because all of us would rather be participants than spectators. You know, if you like a particular sport, I bet you would love to actually play that sport on your favorite sports team. Or if you're really into music, I bet you would love the opportunity to actually play an instrument in your favorite band. You see, we want to participate in things. We don't just want to sit on the sidelines. I can think here of the time where I was allowed to mow the lawn for the first time. I was excited for this because it was the first time where I felt like I was a vital part of my household. I got to share in the common life of my family as a participant. You see, Jesus ascends to the Father in order to give us space to participate in God's family, in God's household. We have a real role and real purpose, which we will discuss in greater detail later when we talk about the church. However, it is important to note that while Jesus gives us this space, he doesn't abandon us. The ascension doesn't mean abandonment, but empowerment. And this leads us to another aspect of the ascension. Jesus ascends in order to send to us the Holy Spirit. Jesus sends us the Spirit of God to work in us and through us to draw us closer to him and empower us to do the good work of the church. We're going to discuss this more fully next time, but for now it's important to see how Jesus continues to be at work for us after his ascent to the Father. Finally, Jesus ascends to prepare a place for us. As we stated last time, the resurrection of Christ is a kind of first fruits. Jesus is the first human resurrected in glory. And we who believe in Jesus will follow him through our death and into his resurrection. Now, Jesus' ascent also means that he is the first human to enter the heavenly tabernacle, 
the place of God's full presence. This means that we too will follow Jesus all the way to heaven and into the presence of the Father. Jesus is, in effect, preparing our eternal home, getting it ready for us to join him. Jesus is, in a sense, making heaven habitable for humans. As the first human in heaven, he enables the rest of us to join him there. He's like a pilgrim who goes ahead of us to make a home for us. And we need Jesus to do this for us, since we cannot get to God on our own. Hell is the only place we can get to completely on our own, since it is the place of utter loneliness. Heaven can only be reached through God, and through the one who is both fully God and fully man. In summary, we can see the importance of the ascension when we look at its place in the Apostles' Creed, where it is a kind of hinge or pivot point. On the one hand, it chronicles for us the completion of Jesus' earthly mission. Jesus is God descending down to us by becoming human, and then descending even further down into the pit of death. Then Jesus ascends out of death in his resurrection, and finally back to the Father in his ascension. In essence, Jesus comes down to us in order to bring us up to God. On the other hand, the ascension becomes the principal event by which we can experience God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is through Jesus' ascent to the heavens that we are able to get to know God as Father, and it is through the Father and Son's sending of the Spirit that we can get to know God as Holy Spirit. And with that, we need to turn next time to discussing the person and work of the Holy Spirit. I'd like to thank you for joining me today on This We Believe. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would ask that you do a, a simple favor for us, and that is simply tell one other friend over the phone, over a text message, tell another friend about us, or maybe share this episode with them. This will go a really long way in helping other people find us. If you'd like to connect further, please visit our Facebook page at This We Believe Podcast, our Twitter account at we-believe-pod. If you have a question that you'd like answered sometime on This We Believe, please send us an email at this we believe podcast at gmail.com. Take care and God bless. Mm-hmm.